0: Welcome to Time Enough Podcast. It's where we dive deep into all the episodes of The Twilight Zone and beyond. This is Matt here. There's Andrew. Hi. Hi. This is a good episode for you to be on. The shelter as we grew up across the street from each other. Although neither (laughs) of us had a shelter. I didn't have a basement though. Uh, We had... um... We what actually you could crawl under our house. Oh, you could do yeah, you can crawl under our house too, but it, that's not a basement. No, we had a storage room. That's about as God, I don't remember ever
1: having to like go down to the bottom of the house because there's some inclement weather. You know what I mean? Uh for some reason I just I think we just successfully dodged every yeah, I guess
0: I guess you didn't technically have a basement because that was a split level. So yeah, it was yeah, out. it was split level,
1: so yeah, I would. I would have. I guess we would have all gone to the storage room just because of the amount of motorcycle parts that were in there. <laughs> so like, get yourself under this. Uh, get yourself under these head handlebars, and
0: you know. So we, we have those newfangled one-level houses. That is it, is it. Is Marty the one complaining about the newfangled one-split ranch houses that don't have basements? Yeah, he's like, I told y'all, <laughs> I didn't listen to me. <laughs> But uh, when I
1: made everybody tenfold hats for Christmas, nobody wanted one.
0: I, I remember when we had a couple tornado warnings or whatever. Um, we would always go into that. If you remember my house, uh, the central bathroom that had no windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the spot to go to. The go to spot. So yeah, it was
1: like right right across from your room.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as a child during a thunderstorm, I would just like hang out in that hallway. Not because the thunderstorm is dangerous, just because I thought the lightning was scary. <laughs> lightning is scary. I mean, it, it can kill people. Yeah, yeah.
1: Turn your hair white, all that other sort of stuff. Oh god, that guy. That's what <laughs> I'll always think of. How many times you've been hit by light? What was that movie The Great Outdoors? That guy is in
0: yeah that yeah. i, I wouldn't have remember until you brought it up but yes I think that's correct <laughs> God, i haven't seen it for forever but yeah i, I just remember it. he eats the um the was it the cow t- t- horse testicles or whatever yeah yeah and the and <laughs> the oh what, what's the steak the steak's good too yeah the old 96er the 96er I was gonna say 69 for but that's not I was like pretty sure that's not the case <laughs> yeah you wouldn't
1: wait 96er this that
0: just flips the numbers.
1: so yeah that's what I found out what Gristle was
2: <laughs>
1: because you know he's he finishes and they're like, You ain't f-. he's like, Of course, I'm finished. There's nothing there but fuzz it like fat and gristle. So he has to finish. You're he has to eat all <laughs> anything. Put me off. I still don't want steak. Like I still to this day.
0: <laughs> oh, you should you should do the Japanese version. They you rarely get fatter gristle. I mean, it's you know little thin slices, right? But oh no, uh,
1: thin steak I've had and flank steak I've had. Yeah, but no, forget about it. That that whole thing.
0: Well, we that was a the tangent the for your Korean barbecue a few thing. days ago. Yeah. No, this is this is the episode, man. We're we're okay. we're, just, we're tangenting the episode. So I guess I'll start doing the trivia. Okay. Original air date was September 29th, 1961, and the script is a Rod Serling joint. Lamont Johnson directed this in eight episodes of The Twilight Zone, all in all. He won Emmys for his work on 1985's Wallenberg, A Hero's Story, and 1988's Lincoln. Johnson also has accreditation as an actor, especially on radio where he voiced Tarzan. Our shelter builder, Dr. Bill Stockton, was played by Larry Gates. He was H.B. Lewis on daytime television's The Guiding Light and appeared in films like Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and In the Heat of the Night, the latter of which he gets into a slap fight with Sidney Poitier. Jerry Harlow is played by Jack Albertson. He had a a prolific career on television, but if you recognize his face, it's likely from his turns as Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka in The Chocolate Factory or as Manny Rosen in The Poseidon Adventure. Sorry, there's a lot of people here. i got a few more. A lot of actors in this one. Actor Sandy Kenyon may have not canceled himself here, but his character Frank Henderson certainly did in this episode. We saw him before in the Odyssey of Flight 33, where he played the navigator Magellan. He'd later show up on Knott's Landing. Grace Stockton was played by Peggy Stewart. She had a few. She had a contract with Republic in the 1940s, appearing in a ton of westerns, including a few spots as Gene Autry's lead. Though she basically had retired by the 1970s, she'd make a much later appearance as Pam's grandmother in a couple episodes of The Office, the American one for people that use your screw out about the UK one after you mentioned The Office. <laughs> Finally, Joseph Bernard was Marty Weiss. Bernard was an actual World War II, then did plays about World War II, and ultimately showed up in the film Judgment at Nuremberg. He also appeared in John Sturgis' Ice Station Zebra and pivoted to directing on The Flying Nun. Of course, the Trekkie and me cannot leave out his appearance as Tark in the Star Trek episode Wolf in the Fold, though I should probably mention that's one of the few Star Trek episodes that I've never made it through. In the '90s, he collaborated with his son Sam on the script of Sam's film Payback. Payback, but that's not the Mel Gibson one or whatever. It's a different Payback with uh, C. Thomas Howe or something. Yeah, I didn't see that. No, I didn't either. I, because I, I was thinking that was the was it Mel, Mel Gibson did Payback, right? That is actually one of the. If someone's going
1: like what Mel Gibson movie would you want to watch? That that would be in the top five. Okay.
0: Because that's what I thought when I saw it, but then it was like 1995 and I was like, that feels too early, right? And it is too early because it's a different movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I should by the way, not quite a correction, but um just just I I ate a bit of my own own crow last week, uh, talking about um uh Montgomery Pittman. I was like, Oh, he just came out of nowhere and wrote and directed an episode you know? He will be, he'll do that like five more times in the Twilight Zone and he already directed uh, Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up, but he didn't write it, so I didn't pick up on it when we did that episode. But, hmm. Okay. We did, because I recorded two and I was like, hey, where's this guy come from, from, you know? He's just like usurping himself right here now. <laughs> um, but yeah. like, he's, he's 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 not like one of the main writers on the show, but he actually has more contributions than I gave him credit for, so. But he's not on this okay. episode so I guess I should shut up that's just, that's talking about last week's no I was just I was the guy yelling into the cam uh, the camera the phone what, the, my my phone is a camera in podcast player so I was the guy yelling at it uh, listening to that episode <laughs> listening to myself <laughs> it's good to acknowledge that though I will give you a prologue to read okay
1: all right are we ready? We are ready. I'm not ready. I need to dry my teeth (laughs) out.
0: So we got to make, we got to fish and size things where you you can do that while I'm doing the trivia, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What you're about to watch is
1: a nightmare. It's not meant to be prophetic. It need not happen. It's the fervent and urgent prayer. of All men of goodwill that it never shall happen. But in this place, in this moment, it does happen. Because
0: this is the twilight zone, bitch. All right. So I guess we have to think about what we would do if the uh, the missiles were on the way. The TV tells us the missiles are on the way. I I feel like I get some maybe you do too, but some geographical um uh, a geographical loophole because I I live in the mountains of Nagano. World War II didn't even make it here. They are about <laughs> to move the emperor and the government here because uh. You know, it's in the middle of the mountains, right? So, yeah, so which, you're,
1: you're safe, you'll be fine.
0: I mean, you could launch an ICBM here for sure, but uh, even then, I'd be not gonna say it's 50 kilometers away, but yeah. And I remember a few years ago when North Korea was first doing its ICBM test launches, one of my co workers was like going insane looking at blast zones and stuff like on the, the internet, right? like, what are we get bombed? And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting at first, I was like, oh, that's interesting, but he was like actually concerned, right? So... <laughs> but what but when you when you look at
1: someone that's like that though aren't there sort of kind of red flags before they start becoming obsessed you know oh, oh they... yeah
0: yeah yeah he, he he would always go on about building his homemade catapult and stuff which I, I don't think he did but maybe he did if he did good for him but i guess he is the guy that ultimately builds the shelter <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what i mean you know uh they not to jump too far ahead but you know the whole thing is, is like oh well we really learned a lot about each other and like come on did you if y'all know each other even a little forget that forget that um we don't we don't live in the times of that unless you have a lot of money where everybody knows everybody in the neighborhood and everybody's you know friends and getting together and having these dinner parties and stuff like that i don't i just don't I mean, I can't, I don't even tell you the name of anyone. And I've lived here like, oh gosh, since 2004, I think was when we bought this house. I have no idea who my neighbors are. If there was an incident like what is happening here, God, um, I hate to say this, but most of them, I would hope that they would be directly hit by that bomb
0: <laughs> i'm thinking about my neighbors here oh, of course i got the language gap too because the japanese is not my i oh, No, there's a
1: language gap here too i'm we're talking about like redneck dirt bags in some of these places <laughs> they were bought up by a slum lord uh most they were all like you know people We're all homeowners here when it first uh, when the neighborhood was first built mm. built brand new around that time and so um yeah everybody owned their own home but a lot of people lost theirs you know because a few years later was 2008 mm. 2007 you know that and so uh the mortgage crisis and so yeah slumlord bought up a lot of the houses and just rents them to absolutely anyone
0: yeah and i guess so- what when we see this kind of a suburb in 1961 like to us we're like oh it's just what a whatever suburb but it is a little more affluent at the time it's newly built you know mm-hmm. you I guess you would have to have a, a white collar job and be white to move in at that in 1961. So I mean, like a good uh, gated community. Now. I mean, Marty, Marty's the other because he's a Jew, you know. <laughs> I know. and boy,
1: did they, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those, um, you know, not quite as, not quite to the level of monsters are due on Maple Street, you know, which classically covers similar ground. But um, just having a quick burst of everybody showing their true colors, I think uh, it's just as relevant now as maybe, you know, maybe it was back then. Because I think back then people were scared and yeah. rightly so yeah. of, of I mean, the I mean, nuclear bomb.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know what a few of my neighbors are up to. Uh, the people next door, I, I, they have a son about Hanna's age, so they go to different schools. Um, it's, I, I think the guy works construction, the only complaint I would have is he likes to smoke on his front porch and in the summer my windows open and I get to smell all of his smoke <laughs> Yeah. so that you know but that's not like a major complaint you know um and then two doors down as a piano teacher I don't I can't I only have a melon picture of what she looks like I just know she's well I hear piano coming out there a lot too so that reminds you but yeah that, I mean I don't really like know neighbors but uh, you're fairly certain that are you, you you at least are fairly certain that they wouldn't come busting your doors down and murder you for your beef jerky yeah yeah we don't have any redneck scumbags for sure on the street um but I call it a dirt bag because I I want I anyway um <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it seems better fitting because I've in my life known people who refer themselves as redneck but it's more of a culture rather than a racist good old boy kind of thing which i always thought that's what it was um but uh we just have weird
0: og son weird old men you know um there was a headline
1: rednecks of different uh
0: different races and and stuff like that there there was a a headline because you know i mean there's horrible incidents in japan but i guess there's not so many so they make like the the headline news right so the Mm. the headline a few maybe maybe not the top but like no headline number two or three was 93-year-old man hammers his 78-year-old neighbor to death. <laughs> so the 93-year-old just came over and hammered his, his his also not quite as old but also very old neighbor to death. I'm like that that's that's pretty wild. I feel like we don't hear that news in the states much. <laughs> no, and plus it's like
1: All right. So is your presumably the other neighbor also lives alone?
0: Yeah, I think they both lived alone. If I remember correctly,
1: you know, when you're up, when you're up to that age, and your neighbors, and you got, you're at the near the end of your life, and you only have a few years left, you might as well
0: hammer a dude.
1: Well, I was gonna say it's either that <laughs> or marry them, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. i sorry, I'm, I'm sitting here seeing if I can find the article to you know make sure I'm not misquoting. Misquoting. No, I think there's please. more to it. I think they did date, and it just didn't go well. Oh, this is a weird one. 87-year-old man held for carrying knife with intent to commit suicide. That's that's the second headline on the crime news. So there's not a whole lot going on. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't want to read that. Okay, here's a few headlines I don't want to read because they're not funny. Um, <laughs> in, in, okay, I mean, well, I, it's not funny. It. I guess hammering someone to death isn't actually funny. but uh, uh I it, mean, if you think about using MC
1: Hammer to kill somebody, it is.
0: <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'll give you that.
1: Or hammer in the like maybe the ter- sexual term maybe you know.
0: Oh, I've already thought about that several times in this conversation. Or just getting them so drunk that they die. <laughs> but yeah, I I guess. But what do you do, you know? If uh again, I'm thinking, what would I actually do if they were like your the train station next to me is a target now? I'm like, I guess there's nothing to do. Yeah, there's a mountain. Well, now the mountains won't really help if it's a nuke. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're pretty much screwed. Uh, I, we don't have like fallout shelters in the schools and stuff here, you know. I guess America doesn't have so many. Oh, that wasn't in my trivia, but this episode did come out in a year where, um, I think it's in the spring is when Khrushchev basically uh made a if you don't like get out of these areas or whatever, we're, we're gonna you know start sending the nukes over. A few weeks later, Kennedy you know, gave him the finger in a speech, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, in the summer of that year is when the big to-do about fallout shelters, especially in schools, happened. So I guess at this point, because I was like, oh, well, you go to the school and go to the fallout shelter. But in 1961 was actually slightly too early for that, seems.
1: Uh, yeah. Because I mean, a year it, later, it
0: ha- they technically have the same shelter, but it now fits 100 people, you know? Yeah, I, I think it was
1: probably at least something that maybe no one had been talking about before that were suddenly, just even in the age of the bomb, weren't starting to be part of a conversation, if not like an immediate fear.
0: Yeah, and, and the Japanese emergency method in a lot of places is to go to the elementary school or I guess the high school or whatever and uh, go into the yard, you know, like the the field like not mm-hmm. inside because um that's usually it's an earthquake or something right so you don't want to yeah. be around things that can fall on your head at that point <laughs> so i, I guess know, i do I, I don't have but... a plan i don't have a plan for it i don't have any
1: weapons in my home uh nothing like that and so um it would be like the purge <laughs> <laughs> but i think it would be the purge i was waiting for it during covid you know
0: it was, uh, was mile Oh good, yeah, yeah. There's one miracle mile. That's a oh kind my god, of that's a cult classic. To, that's kind of one you can compare to this one though, because it's the same situation, mm-hmm. different stuff yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that's a good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I do like uh, the shelter for. I mean, for a few reasons. I didn't have time to rewatch it because I think we moved up from when we were going to talk about it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also just one of my favorites to watch anyway, because there's there's no um it's not really science fiction you know what i mean
0: no this has no supernatural because the the um uh what's it street maple street had the aliens at the end which didn't really need to be there but yeah you know it had like kind of the lights going out at weird times it had a little bit of a supernatural element whereas this one nope nothing at all the dude just built a shelter mm -hmm. yeah he had that and uh I just, I just love the
1: the little things that happen because you know, obviously, everybody's like, "I've got a baby, let me into the shelter," and he's like, "You know, are you bringing your own air? Because we only got enough air for three people. This thing is a closet, you know." And uh, what if they opened also- up
0: a box of those uh, those um, airs from spaceballs at that point? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> we see that you've got spaceballs, the air, like <laughs> let us in, and so. There is, um, I mean, anything that's got like neighbor against neighbor to me is interesting because we are in the most like divided time I can ever remember in terms of like, yeah, there's neighbors of mine that I'm just afraid will shoot me, (laughs) you know, because their whole culture is like America. There's one that has a Confederate flag outside of it. Um, There is one, there there was one during uh, the 2020 election that just put their there were trump signs um all over their cars, uh flags on their on their windows and uh they put one american gonna,
0: flag or a trump flag uh, though no both okay both, and they had was, the, was the it like a red of, was it a red background with like a smiling black and white trump at the center that's what i <laughs> want the trump flag to be oh
1: god mine as well right but um <laughs> Yeah, they had um, the, the one of. They also started. They they tried putting up campaign signs in the neighborhood, which I, of course, threw in the garbage. And it became this weird war between us because um, they then started making handmade ones and drilling them into trees, presumably that I couldn't take down. But I have a ladder and a drill, so <laughs> I did. Um, but I was like, "What's to stop them from you know?" Because you know, I assume they've all got ammo stockades in their house of bazookas and whatever else i just like what is, what is it what's to stop them from just picking me off you know what i mean that's kind of where we're at and so i like the shelter because um it just shows them everybody turn on a dime and they're moments away from really like you think okay well cannibalism uh you know let's let's not even wait let's just you know let's start chewing each other's arms off there's a scene where they burst in through a through the shelter door it's like night of the living dead you know <laughs> which came yeah, years yeah. later and so there's just a, a whole lot of it that i think still works really well uh but the fact that uh, night of the living dead had zombies so this has just human versus human i think it it plays really well now probably more so than it would have when as a kid when i saw it
0: I remember you were never particularly a Simpsons guy, but they, they did a pretty good Halloween version of this episode with uh Ned. Fland- I think it's Ned Flanders has the shelter and you got Homer Simpson trying to, you know, bludgeon his way in. I can see that. <laughs> it's been a while since I seen it, but it was quite good. The Simpsons has several very good Twilight Zone redos. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, they've, uh,
1: what uh, is it? A 20 some odd minute show, just like Twilight Zone.
0: Well, this would be the Halloween one. So like 10 minutes. So 10 they're minutes. you know, then, yeah they they got a good one for the shining so that that i maybe they're still good at it i don't know anyone that has watched that show since 2007 or so when the movie oh, came oh, out <laughs> oh god I, I went to see the movie but having not seen the
1: show since it was new when i was a kid i do have a friend that is a major simpson
0: fan and so she watches it all the time like new episodes yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've had the question for years like, who's watching this? <laughs> I can tell you who's watching it. Yeah. Okay. Because we all loved it so much in the 90s, right? I mean, you know, like, like the, well, they don't make the Twilight Zone now, especially not the original show, right? But um oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we know people are watching this still. But yeah, I guess people are watching classic Simpsons, sure. um They say at the end it's not missiles. They say it's satellites. But I'm like, that could, I, I wonder if that was still like, basically an attack you know like a psyop sort of like a real psyop you know sure not not like the conspiracy theory but the soviets were like well let's not let's not start armageddon quite yet and just make everyone tear themselves apart with our satellites you know because they would you know you know it would look like missiles coming in so you know people are going to flip out and this Mm -hmm. is this is like it's almost like this is like a um soviet educational film or something right like yeah like like the jack warner one where they show you the the town that the Soviets built, <laughs> yeah. Red Nightmare. That's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. It. Um. I mean, it. It does provoke conversation, and it does provoke thought. Uh, which is what any good Twilight Zone
0: episode will do. Hold on. Well, your thoughts sounded kind of coherent. That's is that which was you. Bet, what you were getting at? You hear the dog. I do not hear the dog. Oh, excellent. I'll continue.
1: Okay. Okay, That's our edit point then. It does what any good Twilight Zone episode will do, which is provoke uh, thought and conversation. Um, But thinking about the way the neighbors not only band together to turn on the guy with the shelter, but also the way that the neighbors turn on each other, which is you mentioned it a little bit earlier about the the guy who's Jewish and uh, his family. Uh, he's got a I guess they're the one with the baby, right?
0: Yeah. And the three
1: month old. Yeah. And so he's uh, he's pounding his hand on the door trying to get in at one point. He says, you know, even if you. OK, so what if you're the one that lives through this? You're going to live the rest of your life with blood on your hands. He also says, aren't you a doctor? Right or something like this. He's like, I thought you were supposed to help people, you know, in your profession or whatever.
0: Because it starts start out anymore. there.
1: Having, yeah, it starts out there having a birthday party for this old man doctor, who I'm sure is retired or something. But I mean, you can't. You kind of see Marty's side. I mean, that's the thing. Don't just put yourself in the position of um, the doctor, but also of okay. So, what if you did have brand new pay? I thought about a lot of uh, people. Um, who became became pregnant, or recently gave birth, or gave birth during those first few months of of COVID? How much scared, much more afraid they w- were than uh, those of us who had kids that could feed themselves and make mm-hmm. phone calls and do these kinds of things. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, you're already scared when you have a brand new baby, and uh, I just can't imagine what that would have been like. So, I thought about, well, what would I do if I was Marty? You know, or what would I have done? I definitely would not have punched someone out though, because I was xenophobic, which is something <laughs> that, that reared its head, you know. Well,
0: yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, the, the shorthand is like, none of these people can handle each other anymore and they all need to move to different neighborhoods. But I'm like, I don't know. I think Marty could probably repair his relationship with the doctor somewhat you know it's uh is is it frank who who basically goes full nutsoid i mean he burns every bridge (laughs) (laughs) so i mean him being the xenophobe right (laughs) oh my
1: god for me i mean there's visual moments and things like that there's a few things that just really stand out and keep in mind i haven't watched it i watched it just back in new year's which wasn't that long ago but um there's a few images there that really kind of get to me. One of them is when they're doing this, they've all got this battering ram. Instead of, because the doctor keeps going, y'all need to quit bothering me and trying to get in here and go, you know, the he's not like, oh, get out of here. I hate you all. You suck. Leave me alone. He's all telling them you're wasting time. Right now, y'all get, it, get in your house, get somewhere. You know, you can't fit in here, but I'm telling you, Don't do this. Like, you need to go. He actually does care about those people. He's trying to give them solid advice, but they are just, what do you say? I mean, they've gone bananas, right? (laughs) And so the image that really sticks with me is at one point, they kind of all round the corner. And it's these, not just these men, but it's their wives and their kids. They're all like learning and seeing this stuff, you know? Oh,
0: yeah. That's some prints, right? (laughs) Except for maybe the three month old. (laughs)
1: No, no. Yeah. But still like that to me, do you remember? And Well, maybe not because you're in Japan. In the United States, um, we at one point had these like election denier things that just refused to believe that um Trump did not win a second election. He just was not going to have a second term. And there was this image that came out of this suburban couple in this well-to-do neighborhood that the husband and or the wife just was outside with machine guns when there was you're, some kind of protest going
0: on. You, you're actually conflating things a little bit. I do remember that, that they were, that was the uh, George Floyd. Protest oh, that was okay. That that, yeah, okay. I mean, same, same idea, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying no, the yeah. election thing. Um, oh, that was the, that, that was people showing up with, uh, at the, at the Capitol, right? At so the capital, <laughs> that looked like world war Z. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so, you know, you. Th- I just. I think about those things when I think about just how like. All right. Well, you know, uh, Ozzy and Harriet next door. Why does Andrew think they might just turn around, and blow his head off? Well, okay. Did look. You watch the they-
0: *Supper Wise too many times. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, they can. They can definitely. I just think *Twilight Zone* sometimes really likes to like pick the rock up. And look underneath you know what i mean and um it's showing us our own animal nature which i, I think even i look i don't have the speech committed to memory at the end that the doc gives when they're like oh sorry you know <laughs> it was just a shooting star it was a, it was satellite right uh, and everybody's like oh oh <laughs> <laughs> we, but at we... that point they've busted the thing open and they they're all like sweaty they've already the guy i think has punched the jew right yeah in the in the face and then and then there's this moment and it's the best moment of the whole thing where they're just standing there like hey yo you, you know i was just playing when i punched you in the face for being jewish right <laughs> it is cool right and the doc is like look well, we'll just have beers tomorrow we'll just be laughing about this <laughs> and they, well, but I, the way they they have it's a single shot because you see everybody's faces i think it's really important and the doc as at one point walks through them and they're behind him and we're seeing his faces. They're all like trying to, you know, save face. And well, uh,
0: I, I I do have the closing narration. It's not his speech, but I, I could try doing my, my own for once. And uh, well,
1: well, just, there's some, the, in the closing speech, he does, he does say something like how, you know, how quickly we are to turn into just
0: animals. Well, they, they, I'm just looking at the wiki page where Stockton wonders aloud if they were all destroyed without a bomb dropping.
1: That's it. That's so great. Like if they were all destroyed. I mean, he's right. Do mm-hmm. you see this going? But I know you said earlier it might actually be party. a pretty good Soviet plan, <laughs> <laughs> right? The the but but that's the thing though. There are there are there are right wing. I mean, you can't say. Conservatives anymore because the, a conservative is they're just frightening people, you know. They think people like me are going to march down the street with guns
0: ready to kill them. Give me
1: a break, dude. Show me that receipt.
0: I did like, I did have a great story from um the the off mentioned Maddie, uh yesterday where he was telling me um we were we were taking a hike around and going walking up to the onsen. He was like, yeah, I was I was outside of the and this is my maybe this won't make sense to um american so much because i feel like the 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 vibe is opposite but he Mm -hmm. he was outside the station you know he'll put a mask on when he gets inside the station right but um there's an old guy turns around flips out and then just runs away (laughs) 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 "Ah!" and runs away Hey, the, <laughs> the first noise he told me was an exaggeration because you know, he made a really loud noise to in the first time he told the story. But yeah, the guy just kind of like saw him without the mask. It's like, ah! And
1: ran in yeah. the opposite direction. <laughs> no, no, it's for real. I mean, here, um, with the mask on, which I still do, and I probably always will do because it's just a good idea, you know, no matter what's going on. Because, you know, COVID... Forget it. The flu is bad. Um, There's always something going around that's awful, you know. And so, uh, but at the same time, and this could just be the the divide with people how they politicize everything. I'll be wearing my mask places, and people with no mask will like walk past me and start pretend coughing.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's, how- exactly. That why I just described like the opposite situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I guess the thing in Japan, there's no politicization about it, really. I mean, there's it's a cultural ridiculous. thing. There's there is the cultural like, oh, this is what we do, so you should do it, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not like political. Um, the the thing that I'm concerned about is most of the women in Japan have realized that they they look better with when you can't see the bottom of their face. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Th- there's a kanji now for mask beautiful, right? So. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, there's been a few times, you know, I, I now that I've been, there's people I've been working with for several years, I don't know what they look like. And maybe they're drinking coffee and then I'm like, oh my God, that's what you look like.
1: <laughs> Somebody that's
0: like, uh, oh God,
1: what was that movie where the bottom of his face, it's the William Castle one where you see finally see the bottom of his face and it's just like this, like he has no lips. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which movie it was. Mr. Sardonicus, I think, is the one. Oh God, it is terrifying! It's like, yo, put your mask back on. Well,
0: <laughs> Start <they're>... coughing. <laughs> Get um, that mask. <laughs> anyway, that that I guess nobody's. That's not a concern in the shelter, so so nobody's concerned in the shelter about that. Um, but I mean, yeah, obviously the situation ports over, but uh, yeah. Considering, so, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, I do after I watch
1: it, uh, tend to think about um, not just. Not necessarily the depressing realities of what that situation would play out with now, which was probably someone would have a gun and it would just, there would be, somebody would have died during that five minute scare, whatever it was. But, um, also I think of, I like to think about, which is an entertaining thought, um, what does happen,
0: you know? Well, I, I, I actually, I didn't write in my notes, but, uh. Oh no, I did. I said, "Well, if anyone was looking for a good time to move, this is it."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if they gave the doc a heart
0: attack and he died? Yeah, I mean, I get maybe the doc gets to stay in his house, but the other the rest of them have to move to new neighborhoods. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, his stockton's mistake in the first place was i guess they said that we we hear you banging your hammer all the time so i know what he's up to but uh if he could have kept that a little more on the down low because they get it they're like oh let's go to the the next street like they do in maple street and they're like no 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 nobody else can know about this it's already too many people that know about it now so you know that's
1: really really true
0: yeah i would have definitely like done it under the cover of night (laughs) i think i he was he just he wasn't he he needed a soundproof of shelters. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> no, you know.
1: Also, they're lucky he didn't have guns in there because he'd be like, Oh, oh, they were satellites. Cool. Okay, so y'all want to get in there? I'm gonna need to insist. All y'all get in there. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> you know, point his gun at everybody. He's like, oh no, come on, y'all want in there, get in there. And then he just <laughs> hits <the> destruct button. <laughs> I
0: don't think you built do you put this destruct button in your shelter? Oh yeah, um, yeah. When you when you know that
1: y'all are about to meet your maker. Who's this it gonna is
0: be? a this is a depressing shelter, though. I mean, as I guess it should be, but it's, it's no blast from the past shelter. That's the best one, of course. Now I will
1: ask you this though, and ask you, do you? Because this is one other image I remember. So when he when the doc's giving his speech to all of them, he obviously looks completely flustered. But it's in black and white, but his face looks red. Yeah. Do you get that? Um. And black and white but his face just like you can tell his face was red as hell <laughs> for some reason it like they it's put, a whole
0: different color from his neck they put red makeup on him uh to be honest i i didn't myself i mean you know obviously his his um subs his un his rage is palatable but hidden i guess so maybe yeah. that i can see where that you translate into that pretty easily
1: I oh, don't know. That's every time I watch it, I always remember, even like when I was younger, I was, like, man, his face is red. It's black and white. But <laughs> you just, it just looked like he had a red face. But yeah, no, it, it, uh, it does make me think about what would I do? And, you know, given that, yeah, I don't have a, a shelter. I don't even have a shelter plan. Definitely no, I don't have any weapons or anything. I mean, I, I'll have to, I got a rubber chicken over here.
0: <laughs> now, so if, it, if, if I had like a few hours to play with, um, You know, I could go to that mountain they were going to move the emperor into. I know where it is.
1: (laughs) So you kind of ish do have a
0: plan. (laughs) Well, that's that it it would it takes a good at least an hour to get there under good circumstances. So not really. But I'm just saying I am near a place not too far from a place where that that legitimately was the idea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it
1: also shows, you know, you just don't know. Even people you think, you know, you just really don't. You ever like um go on a trip with somebody and find out man they're a real asshole <laughs> or, or like going on a long car drive with somebody and be like you know what you are a small doses friend and this was a huge mistake
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's where a bunch of divorces end up starting
1: <laughs> right COVID, yeah yeah what if you would have let everybody inside you think it would have went any better <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I, I i know i maybe it's not as pronounced in the states as japan but there's a lot of people end up getting divorced, you know, once the, the man retires and they actually have to start spending time with each other. <laughs> no, it. hey, there was a guy that I worked with in the newspaper named Pete
1: that he he retired and um, he and his wife fought so much that he came back to work. <laughs> but the tag on that story is this is how he died he was sitting in his easy chair. According to his story, his wife just thought he looked like really bad. And we knew he had some kind of cancer because he started to get that puffy look people get when they've got cancer. And, um, you know, we kept saying, Pete, you need to go to the doctor, man. He was like, I ain't been to the doctor since I got out of the Marines in 68. I'm like, is that right? That's not a (laughs) fact I would advertise and be proud of. Um uh, was like, Pete, why don't you want to go to the doctor? Because I'm afraid they're gonna tell me something's wrong with me. Like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, dude. That's so hardcore. I don't even know what to do with that. But like, yeah, at a certain point, uh he got looking real bad. And and uh yeah, he the the story was his wife went over and just looked at him like he looked like he was gonna die. And he just goes, What? And then he dies. <laughs>
0: I don't know. That's I, I think that's the way he wanted to go, so sure. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's kind of legendary. But considering that he worked on an urbanite press, it would have been I guess almost like fate if it had eaten him mangler
0: style. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> Just don't, I don't, don't know, get not... near the mangler. All you need to do is not get near the mangler. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Say, don't, the... no, don't, don't put your arm in the mangler. <laughs> no, seriously. Like There's a stop bar. The bar,
1: the stop bar won't stop it. But like, no, you wouldn't want to be involved in the cleanup on that. Once a bird flew into it.
0: Ooh, okay. that's that's. And it the was, there's earth. a lot
1: more inside a bird than you would <laughs> realize. I hate um, to say it. <laughs> That's gross. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Looking at this episode again. Um, does anyone go into the Twilight Zone? Oh, you know, you I always tell myself. Yeah, no,
1: I always tell myself. Think about this man before you go on his show,
0: and I never do. <laughs> we'll go to the Twilight Zone. Um, again, no supernatural element here,
1: no, there's not, but still, we have a definite element of massive change.
0: Reality is massively changed for those five minutes, and then they have to deal with the uh, the comeuppance,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, they're all at this nice dinner table that later on in the episode, when they're running through his house with a battering ram, they just without a thought go right through that table where they'd been having their birthday party for him you know
0: that's I another, they like... to pay royalties to the birthday song people because this has a full on birthday song at the beginning oh does it yeah they, it's not some alternate one like it's your birthday you know like the Mickey Mouse one or something yeah
1: <laughs> sure. like yeah you, you can always tell when you're watching something that was pre uh, the birthday song entering public domain or whatever so uh, who goes to the Twilight Zone uh, you said you thought Marty probably was able to patch things up with the doctor
0: Frank definitely not yeah he he fully Twitter canceled himself but in 1961
1: <laughs> God. yeah but he's there's some guys just like him on there right now that's uh, why I wrote it that way <laughs> yeah no exactly no um what I'm trying to decide is the group other than the doctor goes to the Twilight Zone.
0: Or does doctor, he go with? Them? Well, his wife is flipping out about the situation, right? Oh God, she
1: had one foot in the Twilight Zone, didn't she? Like there was a part where she was like, "What's the point? Why don't we just?" She basically insinuates she should they should just kill themselves. And <laughs> then you hear the little boy's voice. Uh, they they have a, a son who's like a
0: twelve. 10, is No, you say twelve because I wrote yeah. in my first note I wrote eight because I'm like an eight year old should know what that Conrad warning means. And a yeah. twelve year old definitely, because he's like, I I just heard this, I don't know what that means, duh. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, but he has to actually remind her because she's been like breaking stuff and just all over the place. She he killed has to the water. Remind her. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that was. Ugh. uh Remind her that hey, we got a kid, man. We can't just leave him by himself. You
0: know, and so
1: maybe it's her.
0: Okay, how about Frank? Is is Frank just a prick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Frank's going to be president one day. <laughs>
1: that's what happens to
0: Frank. Yeah. Cause that's another thing. I think Marty, like, like he's the first one that really tries to get in, right? Yes. yes he's the second. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a little impressive. Oh, no, no, but...
1: no. There's a guy be before second. him. Yeah.
0: Okay. Him. Anyway, the point is, he, I mean, he does say several things that are not cool, uh, trying to get in, you know, trying to guilt trip him, right? But, yeah, but he, he pulls desperate. back and, and he does seem to kind of. Very quickly regret his actions. Frank does too. His were just so extreme you can't just regret them after them. Oh, no, there's no
1: walking back <laughs> the, the the all of Frank's choices.
0: I, I guess we're kind of talking about who deserves the situation already, but I'll I'll throw the the question on the table. Um, Frank, I, I mean, maybe we're on a uh, trajectory. Frank is fully deserving of what happens here because of his actions. <laughs> yeah, I think. If, if nothing else, just putting myself in that place,
1: and I could be anyone, one of the wives, anybody, um, we would never trust Frank again. As a matter of fact, no. we would never want to speak to Frank again, probably.
0: <laughs> that, that's yeah. why I'm like, everyone has to move to new neighborhoods
1: now. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. No, there's, yeah. No, no coming back from it. How about
0: Stockton then? What is his deserve level? Because he he thought ahead, he took action. He, his plan until other people show up, his plan is is going as it's supposed to. Now he didn't include other people in his plan, but it is for his family. It's not for him. I mean, again, this is where the timing of when this episode came out was is so interesting because a year or two later, the neighborhood does have the fallout shelter to, to go to. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, Stockton and, and, is he's chastised for having like spent money on uh like a like a modern architecture and presumably lavish parties and things like that instead of like doing what doc considers to be like practical expenditures or practical planning
0: well, I think Stockton is a doctor I think you mean Frank Frank <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> sorry is it sometimes it's uh yeah yeah Stockton's the doc okay okay but when you only deal with these people for one episode and it's a different set every week it does get a little you know (laughs) you gotta double check those names sometimes no i was just (laughs)
1: referring to the him as the doctor this whole entire episode yeah yeah
0: um so what there's one other guy i guess that just just, i I guess that's the is that the grandpa joe role where he's the other family (laughs) but we've been talking so much about um frank and marty There, there was one other guy so i he seemed like i guess i mean he he was the first or the last, I forgot the order, but he left the least impression. Does that mm. mean he was the the most responsible in the situation of the, uh, of the mob? <laughs> I mean, one could say that, I guess. I mean, I mean one st- could
1: safely say that because we know what
0: we know about everyone else. I mean, he's still got his name on the doctor's poopy list now for sure. But yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, I, I guess, you know, it's like, Frank is like wild id, you know. I mean, so like this this Frank is right in, goes right in with Frank Booth almost. Uh, well, Frank <laughs> Booth has a few other things going on for sure, but you could <laughs> see that, right? But yeah. Marty's kind of the emotional plea. It's like you can kind of forgive the emotional plea, you know, because it wasn't logical, of course. But his scene no, but worked- that's
1: what I was saying. Like, I had I gone through something like COVID with a small child. I, there's no telling the paranoia that I would have had.
0: Yeah. So I guess Marty doesn't deserve to be stuck in the situation where now he knows that some of his neighbors are racist against him and uh, yeah, <laughs> and so on. Yeah, I mean, that party that they're planning, I'm like,
1: who's going to be there?
0: <laughs> He'll be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to have it my own party, uh, and, but no, you can't come and you can't come. As a matter of fact, I'll kill you if you come. <laughs> So yeah, I know not, if I don't not, know when I leave, I'm pissing in your yard.
0: Is this neighborhood now worse off? No, the Maple Street ones worse off because when we no, fade yeah. away from them, they're all shooting each other. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, so no, no. this is a much lighter. You know, yeah, <laughs> but but I, I guess we get a lot more just like you know with the the um pummeling the door down and and punching the dude in the face. I guess we it, it feels more visceral here, but
2: well, they're quicker to
0: they come back from it i mean maybe they can't get along at all anymore but they come back from it whereas uh the maple street there there's you know that's the it's gonna be battle royale by the morning right (laughs) yeah no it's a it's bleak as hell i mean yeah that's
1: why it's maple street i mean uh so it it sounds like we're i mean do we do we maybe want to just agree that it was that last guy the one we know the least about or do we want to say it's (laughs) it's frank life is forever screwed i would imagine (laughs) Yeah, it yeah.
0: Was, I would be comfortable seeing him. Oh, right, for sure. Uh, and he's on, yeah. Well, let's tripometer it. Uh where do you want to go on the tripometer for this one? Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, the ending is pretty well telegraphed. If you've seen Twilight Zone, you you kind of know that they're not all going to I mean, you you think okay, somebody could die, you know, but most of it, most, I think the ending is telegraphed just a little bit. I don't think anyone feels they're actually in danger or if it is, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but because like you said, there is no aliens, there's no, nothing, um, weird about it. Uh, you used a better word. What the heck? Supernatural. Um, I don't really, I think it would be low for me because it's very realistic.
0: Okay low like so, 0 low like
1: 1 uh, yeah this is maybe the lowest on the tripometer i've given anything so definitely below 2
0: okay i i'm going to give it a 2 and the and not for any reasonable reason uh simply because several sequences in this especially when they're getting into the shelter looked exactly like 50s educational films <laughs> okay. okay i don't know if i would have except for her break in the water bottle that all played like some of the 50s like um okay. duck and cover sort of films so okay which i'm it was probably intentional because they'd seen that sort of thing recently right so um yeah that would have been all
1: i mean yeah it wouldn't have been an, out of the ordinary at all for people to imagine themselves in this situation back then you
0: know right right so it gets a tube for my personal association with goofy educational films okay <laughs> um as we're wrapping up what what's up in your universe i guess it is now late march if i remember correctly late Early march April, late march it's late march yeah. yes
1: okay um well uh my name is andrew once again uh, my friends and i make movies and we are call ourselves gone G-O-N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C. Um. I was recently interviewed a published uh interview from a voyage atl magazine and just kind of talking about what we do and why we do it. Um, at this point, we are um, planning some movies that we're going to film this year. And also I'm working on my first book. And so uh, all of that's kind of in the mix. Uh, I can say this. I will be returning to Knoxville, Tennessee, first weekend of June to film uh, another movie with the uh, the crew that was in the movie Three Hole Punch that's uh, currently found on our Jugsaw Blu-ray. So you can buy that. Uh, physical copies gonzarific.com. gonzorific.com you can also screen uh, stream our movie bad girl dracula on the reverie um uh, streaming site r-e-v-r-y our movie goodbye dolly which you are in uh, it was called Dollface when we made it um that is available on streaming on plex uh streaming service and last and this is kind of new uh if you have Tubi t-u-b-i streaming service that has everything they now also have Gonzorphic. We did episode two, I believe it was, of a show called Found Footage, the series. And that was actually made during the pandemic. Um, the uh, vaccine was not out yet. So it's a true pandemic movie. All right. It's called Stop Copying Me. I'll copy
0: if I feel like it. <laughs> Stop copying my butt. <laughs> Uh, this is Time Enough Pod. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter under that name. Uh, on Patreon, you can support us at Podcastio, Podcastius, where we do a bunch of other podcasts coming soon. We've been doing sci-fi films. We're changing the formula a bit, and we're going to look at the top 100 and bottom 100 films as rated on IMDb, with a rename of the podcast being uh, Films and Filth. The Citizen Kano podcasting, but uh, yeah, so if you want to hear some really good movies, some really bad movies, uh, that's starting in April. Um, the first two, just to give you a taste, uh, number one is Ikiru, the Kurosawa film, film number two, 2001, A Space Travesty with Leslie Nielsen. So, we'll, we'll see how, how quickly this drives us nuts. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? I own at least, if, if not a half of the bottom 100. A good portion of the bottom 100. And so far, you're the only one to claim bottom 100 ones, which I think.
1: I mean, if we do end up covering like everything that's on that list or whatever, I mean, if it ends up, I've got to cover most of them, like watch one that I maybe haven't seen. I'm 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 into it. I'll (laughs) even watch one of those Larry the Cable Guy things or one of those like Kirk Cameron thing. I'll do it
0: right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Cameron's definitely somewhere. Yeah, I think it comes up twice. Oh, I'm sure. it might Definitely be the later left the be, human being i think list. i think it's the 20 2016 or 14 left behind us that's on the bottom 100 list which i think is the one nicholas cage shows up in. yeah cage did that one yeah because yeah, and yeah. you've got his uh, wicker man on there too which is fabulous yes <laughs> okay well anyway i'm going to go head to my shelter don't follow me i'm not going to
1: man I'm i'm gonna go into my conversation pit
2: Backwards I get older and younger and I see. I don't always like the things I observe there to be. I don't claim to be the truth, but will speak the truth that I know. There's no reason for things I see, but just let them grow. The business world's got too many old grey men. The pharmacy's become a prescription den. Capitalism's gone completely bonkers when the name of the game is divide-and-conquer. Entertainment puts your awareness to sleep. Public opinion's great if you're a sheep. They've got the abundance in the world controlled. There are forces vying for the labor in your cell. Cops, the henchmen for rulers, they obey. Theatre banking inflates any savings away. The governments are cabals of organized crime, official histories of distortion of time. Setters manipulate one culture, as paid agents of change hover as vultures. This is not a rehearsal, this is your wake-up call. Emerge from your dugout, as we go stage our breakout. A typhoon from out of nowhere breaks the walls beyond repair.